0: Hi, this is Coach Colette, host of the Start Within podcast, and welcome back to another episode of Financial Fridays. So I realized that this is called Financial Fridays, and we haven't talked about money for a while. So I have a couple of questions for you. Did you know that in 1965... 100 years after emancipation, Black Americans were more than 10% of the population, but held less than 2% of the wealth in the U.S. and less than 0.1% of the wealth in stocks? Or that in 2016, the average Black American family had total wealth of $17,600, about one-tenth the wealth of the average white American family, which stood at $171,000. So you can see that wealth has remained fundamentally unchanged and structurally out of reach for a majority of black Americans. It's been estimated that it could take 228 years for Black Americans to reach the level of wealth white American households enjoy today. There is compelling evidence that racial economic inequality is primarily the result of long-term investment in some communities and a lack of investment in others. You can look at exclusionary policies and strategies from the limited access to federal mortgage lending, to geographic barriers and redlining, to other physical and economic strategies that have really hindered black economic well-being. So as a black female entrepreneur, I'm always looking at this also from a business owner standpoint. And in 2018, a study by The Guardian showed that minority-owned businesses grew 400%. They found that 38 percent of black-owned businesses were female-owned, which is actually higher than the average of 23 percent among all other small business owners. Yet the study showed that minority-owned businesses received lower loan amounts than non-minorities, and as a result were forced to leverage more of their own cash to run their businesses. And I can definitely relate to that. So what's been the impact? Slower growth for these Black-owned businesses and less hiring. And if we look at the tech sector, Blacks are also underrepresented in the executive ranks of startups by 82%. More than 75% of all funding rounds go to all white founding teams While it's been shown that diverse founding and executive teams generate higher median realized multiples on their acquisitions and IPOs than all white founding and executive teams. So here's a great quote from Arlen Hamilton, Backstage Capital founder. Investors have been reaching out to me left and right asking what they can do. It's not complicated invest in black founders you don't have to invest in all black founders you can keep your thesis and yes even your so-called quote standards and find multiple black founders to invest in so given all of the unrest that has been happening in the country this is a perfect time to be thinking about how can we invest in more black owned businesses more black and brown communities to narrow and eliminate the racial wealth gap. Those are my thoughts for today. Get ready and listen up to today's tip from Suki Singh. Hello everyone. This is Suki Singh, aka Invest Singh of the Investing Podcast with your weekly Financial Friday tip. If you're in the market to purchase a new car, now is a great time to go shopping for a brand new vehicle, especially with the recent bankruptcy of Hertz. They are selling cars at a way premium discount now. So if you go online or go to your local dealership, they may be able to give you some great deals with a lot of incentives. With that said, that is your weekly Financial Friday tip, and I will speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Hi, it's Coach Colette again with another segment of Unplugged. This week I have been participating in a number of group healing conversations about all that's been happening in our country around racial trauma. And I also listened to a podcast, the On Being podcast with Krista Tippett. And her guest was Resmaa Menakem, who is a therapist and trauma specialist based in Minneapolis, where George Floyd was recently murdered. I was listening to the episode and there were many aspects of what he was sharing that resonated with me particularly one of his theories that he calls the hip theory and the hip theory has two p's so it's h-i-p-p and it stands for historical intergenerational Persistent Institutional Personal Traumas. What was interesting to me was that we can feel trauma on all of these levels. And I think normally when we feel some sort of anguish or anxiety or fear or anger, something negative that is triggered within us both physically and or mentally, we often shoot straight to the personal, right? What is it that has happened to me personally that is leading me to feel this emotion or this pain in my body? And I love that Resma encourages us to look at it on all of these different levels. So historical, looking at what are the historical incidents and traumas that have happened to us as a people that are showing up in our feelings, emotions, pains today. What intergenerational traumas do we bring with us from our ancestors based on their experiences, their pains, their losses, their trauma? And how are we impacted by the persistent institutional traumas that are inflicted, particularly? upon black, brown, and indigenous peoples. What he says is that it's often so coupled together that we can't tell the difference. The only thing we notice is the overwhelm. And for me personally, what I've been noticing in the past couple of weeks is that sometimes I'll wake up feeling this heaviness and this overwhelm and this grief and this loss and it it takes me a minute to figure out, wow, where is this coming from? Because I don't think anything particular has happened during the night and I haven't done anything different. You know, I'm still doing my morning and my evening meditation rituals and I'm still using my essential oils One day in particular this week it was Tuesday when I woke up with that feeling and then I realized that Tuesday was another memorial service and funeral for George Floyd and I didn't know that until later in the afternoon when I finally turned on my television and the service was playing. So that was one of those instances where It wasn't my personal trauma, and yet there is this connection to collective trauma. There is this connection to persistent institutional traumas that are being inflicted upon Black, Brown, Indigenous, and other marginalized groups. So the work that I do, and sometimes I feel like I'm a broken record, in EFT and also using essential oils to help clear these traumas can really be supportive. And so I actually had the blessing to receive an EFT tapping session from a friend and colleague, and then I also did a swap and led her through an EFT tapping session. So both of us were able to get some relief and release from different traumas, different experiences, because we're two different people. But it still was helpful for both of us to have our own personal aha moments and our own personal releases by really tapping into not just the feelings and the emotions mentally, but using EFT tapping to tap into it where the body is holding on to it. I also shared with her some essential oils that could help her to continue that release. So I encourage you to continue tapping in, tuning in, and also making time for your self care and finding whatever practices that you find that help and support you to not just ground and to relax, but also find ways to release so that we can continue to shake off, and brush off, and move out, and dance off, and tap out, all of this historical, intergenerational, persistent, institutional, collective, and personal traumas. That's all for me for now. Sending you healing, sending you love, and sending you light. If you enjoyed this episode and haven't already subscribed, you can do so on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. You also can connect with me on Instagram at coach Colette for more inspiration on personal growth and wellness. Want to help us create more great content and host more live podcast events? Then join our Start Within tribe and support this podcast with a small donation to help sustain our future episodes. Visit anchor.fm slash coach hyphen Colette slash support to get started today. You know, this podcast is truly my passion project. And I really appreciate your continued support. Get ready to start within to finish strong.